Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever loves me will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our dwelling with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, yet the word you hear is not mine, but that of the Father who sent me. I have told you this while I am with you. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I told you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Back in the late 60s and early 70s, people started wandering around looking for something. They did it in many strange ways. To some extent, they're still doing it, in fact, very definitely. They went after strange strange religions, mystical communities. They liked Eastern spirituality, which is Buddhism, the renunciation of the senses. They went after strange philosophies, too. I remember transcendental meditation was popular, which was an emptying of the mind and will, of everything, even sensory deprivation, so you didn't think about the senses, you were completely empty, not thinking that if you're empty, something will fill that space, some spirit will fill that space. Many people had terrifying experiences Some became mentally ill. They were all running around trying to seek something. They were looking for peace. Strangely enough, they were running from peace to try to find it. Then came the New Age movement. But they never knew where to look or how to find it. There again, they were looking in the wrong places. You know, most of us know the prayer of St. Francis. We're very fond of it. Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. But if we're going to be an instrument, we first have to have that peace ourselves. We have to find it. I can't just run around giving peace to the world. I don't have the capacity. I have to get it. You know, St. John of the Cross had a beautiful little prayer. And he said, O blessed Jesus, 
Give me a serene soul in you. Let your mighty calmness reign in me. Rule me, O you, king of gentleness, king of peace. Think of that. It's a strange prayer, don't you think? The words don't seem to fit together. Oh, serene, serene soul, that's fine. But mighty calmness, reigning and ruling. When we think of mighty, reigning and ruling, we think of monarchs dominating their subjects. But it's true, isn't it? Your mighty calmness, your mighty calmness, reign in me. When you think of it, that's real power, calmness. It really is. That's might. When you're calm, when you have that serenity of soul, you can change the world. Those of us who are anxious or always in distress will not. If you've been in the presence of someone who has that kind of calmness, you know what I mean. I've never met Mother Teresa, but I'm told she was like that. She could enter the room as a ball of fire, but she had a calmness about her that made you immediately turn towards her. The same way with Pope John Paul II. When he entered the room, he dominated the room. But there is a peace and a calmness in him that immediately drew you towards him. He had that peace. But the world does not have, and perhaps we don't have the way we should either. Our Lord speaks of that in today's gospel, but only after once again he speaks about love, with the third Sunday in a row, uh, when we've had, actually the fourth. Um, He speaks of that new kind of love, the agape love, the sacrificial victimal love of the cross, that kind of love. He says, whoever loves me will keep my word. That's the secret. Obedient love. Obedience to him is is the secret for, for love. If you love me, you will keep my word. That's the sign of love, always. My Father will love him, and we will come to him, make our dwelling with him, if you are obedient to my word. The first reading today, in the early church, there was a question. Do we have to be obedient to all of the Mosaic law? Some people said yes, so they took it to whom? To the church, to Peter, as we still do today, to Peter, to the church. They said, no, the Mosaic law now has been uplifted. We have to be obedient to to the Decalogue, to the commandments, because otherwise we cannot love. Whoever loves me will keep my word, and we will come to him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words. It's that simple. Obedience is the sign of love. But there's more to it than that, too. Because our Lord then tells us that without that love, we will not have peace. So obedience is the sign of love. Obedience will bring us peace. See, people in the 60s and 70s and today were running around trying to do their will. They didn't want to do the will of another, much less the will of God. So all they got was their own really phony kind of peace. It wasn't peace at all. The peace that they wanted only comes from the Lord. He alone brings us that peace. It comes from love. A love, obedience, peace. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give it to you as the world gives peace. The peace of the world is not something that lasts. The peace of the world won't be there anyway for very long. But it's a different kind of peace now that he's talking about. It's the mighty calmness that comes from love of him and obedience to him. The more obedient we are in love, 
the greater the peace we will experience. So if we don't have peace, it's either because there's something wrong with our lives or there's something else missing in it because that peace has to come from him. And the perfect presence of him naturally is in the Eucharist. The Eucharist is peace. The Eucharist is the means by which the Lord brings us the perfect peace that we long for and keep running from by the way we live. Because we keep running with the world's idea and it's not the right idea. You know, I think it was Pope John Paul II and maybe Pope Benedict too who said, until the, there will never be peace in the world without the Eucharist. Unless we have a relationship, a, a devotion to the Eucharist, there will not be peace in the world. That's a strong statement about peace, isn't it? Because the Eucharist brings peace and nothing else can bring it perfectly in this world, actually nothing in this world. But if you want peace, that's where we have to go to find it, to him and his body and blood. Again, not as the world gives do I give it to you. The world promises many things it cannot fulfill and won't give us. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. Again, the words of Pope John Paul II. Do not be not afraid. I am going away and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father. So, there we have his church that brings us peace, and the Eucharist ultimately that brings us that joy that we so desperately want and keep trying to find but can't on our own. So there's that radically new idea, isn't there, of peace. The prayer of St. Francis, you know, is one of those difficult prayers to say. We all like it, don't we? It's a beautiful prayer. It's one of those difficult prayers to say, like the litany of humility. I mean, if you've said the litany of humility, you know it's, most people don't want what they're praying for at all. And, and the same thing with the prayer of St. Charles de Foucault. Lord, I'm ready for all, I accept all. No, we don't. Uh, but only your will be done in me, whatever that means. It's difficult to say. So is the prayer of St. Francis, if you really think about it. The type of peace we are asking for that comes only from the Lord. And only once we have that peace can we be instruments of it, as I said at the beginning of my homily. Lord, make me an instrument of thy peace. The first part seems pretty innocent enough, doesn't it? Where there's hatred, let me so love. Where there's injury, pardon. Where there's doubt, faith. Where there's despair, hope. Where there's darkness, light. And where there's sadness, joy. All right? But then what? O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved is to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. You know, just before we receive communion, the priest says these words. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Grant us that peace and unity. That peace and unity. In accordance with your will. Just be before we receive communion. So the communion then brings us that peace. And we can then realize that finally too when we seek final peace, for it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. 